Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. It says, For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for man in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Now, we see here the Bible says that the high priest, which is taken above men, out from men, or is ordained, and he's talking about being ordained of God, ordained of God, to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Gifts are the tithes, the offerings, and the gifts that come that the, that the people offer up to God. And then there's sacrifices, which back under the Old Testament is the sacrifices of the birds, the the goats, and the uh, things that they would sacrifice, the, the, the ram, uh, the calves that they would sacrifice. But how many of you know today, we're not offering. Now, let me just say this for a second. The, the, the gifts and the sacrifices are two different things. The gifts wasn't to make a person righteous before God or in right standing with God. No, the gifts were there to honor God. The gifts are there for honor. The sacrifices was to make man right in the presence of God and before God. And that place of righteousness, today, we, we have in the blood of Jesus. Are you hearing me? And I want us to look, just for a minute, look in verse 4 of that same chapter, Hebrews 5, 4. And no man takes this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. So we see this, that this, and he's talking about the ministry here, the priesthood ministry is not taken because we just want it. It is something in which, or because we, is somebody, when you get the call, I remember when I got the call, it wasn't, are you hearing me? It's not something God calls. So God called, please leave that on the screen. So the Bible says, called of God. Now, I want you to look at this. Look in verse 5. So also Christ glorified himself, not, didn't not glorify himself. Do you see that? Not even Jesus. Aaron didn't make himself a high priest. Jesus didn't either. Did you see that? I, and I think we need to learn some patterns here as well when it comes to certain things. Now, this does not mean that the gifts and the graces that God's given to us, we should hide in a bottle and just wait for, you know, uh, you know, like we're, we're doing some kind of piety or something. Are you hearing me? No, we use the, the things that God's given to us to do the work that God has commanded us to do when it comes to building the kingdom, which is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we have to develop and grow in these things, and there's timing in all of those areas, even like it was even with my own life. Called as a young boy to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, yet not ordained of God until much later in life. And, uh, there's, and, and, that didn't just, and that didn't happen the day that I decided I want to go into ministry or something. No, that happened because the Holy Ghost was working. There was a time of anointing. There was a time of process of learning as a young, as a young minister alongside the other ministers who raised me up into that. I didn't put myself into that place. Now, when I'm saying that, I'm giving you by example, by understanding of the scripture. Now, at the same time, that's why 
even the Bible talks about the New Testament church. I could go and teach on this. This is, this is I'm not going to, that's not what I'm, that's not the goal here. But I just want you to show, look and see that. All right, let's just keep going. Verse 6, as he saith also in another place, thou art a priest forever, speaking of Jesus, after the order of Melchizedek. Now that's unique. Now, I've done a study on this over the years and, and up until you see around chapter 7, uh, in, this, in, this, in these chapters, there's many chapters giving the tithing in the New Testament. And that's what he's talking about here. This whole thing's all about the tithe. And he's talking about, and, and he's talking about gifts. He's talking about the tithes and the offerings. That's why he started out chapter 1, both offering gifts and sacrifices for sin. We know that Jesus today has not exalted himself into that place, but he was given that place because he faithfully served out the will of God. On earth. And the Bible says, and I'm giving him you a name, which is above every name that is name. Anybody ever read that? I don't. So today, the ministry of Jesus, Jesus is still working for his church. And the whole world don't, doesn't have this ministry of Jesus working in their life. But we do, praise God. We have a high priest. Do you see that? And there's a government that he runs his kingdom on. How many know? And I love Christmas. How many? We just went through Christmas coming into the new year. We got 2021 that's ahead of us. And listen, we don't need to be in dismay, confused about our purposes and what God's called us to do as the people of God. No, we've always, our purpose has not changed. Your mission has never changed. I don't care what's going on. I don't care about restrictions, any of that stuff. Our mission has never changed. Things might happen in the world, but it doesn't mean our mission has changed. When all we are really looking at is, is just, you know, don't get me wrong, but you need to hear me out. We need to be careful. Trust me, I understand the difficulties, but your mission never changes. To build the kingdom of God, to take the gospel to the world. That's not for the pastors, that's for the people. That's for all believers everywhere. No matter what, whether, listen, we've got to learn to abase and abound. That doesn't just happen for the pastors and the ministers and the, and the, that are, are you with me? That happens for all of us. But we're still serving God all the time, everywhere, knowing that nothing's changed, no matter what we're going through, that what God has ordained, that what God has put on you and in me is greater than everything that's going on in the world. Glory to God, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread still works. That we know how to tap in and how to, know, how to enter into the things of God and receive from God. But how do you know that you're walking in that place? You'll know by what you're saying. By what you're doing. What you allow and disallow. We're talking about, just for a moment here, operating in the keys of the kingdom of God. Is this okay? We're all talking about operating by spiritual laws. Understanding we have a high priest. Jesus. Who is our high priest? Keep that on the screen, please. Don't take it down. Look in verse 7. Who in the days of flesh, when he, was, when he offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared, though he was a son, verse 8, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. We don't, we don't like to hear that part, do we? But look, look in, keep reading. Verse 9, and being made perfect, 
He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Do you see that? Well, I'm going to believe, I'm going to obey Jesus when Jesus says, but we're not going to obey the word which he's already spoken. You're not obeying Jesus. That wasn't Jesus. If it goes against the word, it wasn't Jesus. It's the same Holy Spirit that you said you're being led by wrote this book. And you need to put more faith in this book than you do in the spirit that you think you're hearing. Are you hearing me? Why? Because he didn't give us this book for one person or another person. No, this scripture's without any private interpretation. And all these prophecies are yes and amen. This is the word of God to you and to me today. If we say, well, I, I, I don't know if I want to believe that. Well, you, know, I, I, I'm not. Well, you, you just kind of do you and you feel good. That means you're going to obey when you want to and disobey what you don't want to. You're picking and choosing. I don't believe. Well, let's go to the word of God. Well, I don't care what the Bible says. Exactly. You don't, you're not listening to God. Can I say that? It's the truth. No matter how hard that it feels, it's the truth. Well, I still, God loves me. God loves everybody. It had nothing to do about love. It has everything to do about if we're going to obey and walk with him. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I say. It ain't nobody I'm loving. We're talking about loving him for a little bit. Is this all right? So he says this. I think this is very important. And look at verse 10. He says, speaking of Jesus, called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. There it is again. Again, like I said, I could keep going. There's like seven times he talks about the order of Melchizedek. Now, I want you to just quickly look just for a second. And because I want you to look in verse 11. <clears throat> of whom we have many things to say, and they're hard to be uttered, seeing you're dull of hearing. Now, what does that mean? Remember I said a while ago, there's times in the spirit, and again, I preached in many places in the world, and, it, and, and, and because, you know, the word of God, where the word of God is taught, it's a lot easier to preach the word of God and teach the word of God. But where it's not, it's, it's, it's very dull, and, and it's hard to be uttered. It's hard to even say. I've been in places where I can't even, I can't even preach my message. I just got to get up there and just kind of go, well, bless the Lord. Everybody doing, you know, love you. You love me. Y'all got lunch or something going on afterwards? Are y'all hungry? Is that what we're doing today? Praise the Lord. Let's fellowship. Huh? Don't get me wrong, but that's, that's the depth of it. Because that's the depth of their walk. The depth of the spiritual. That's because they're, it's hard to be uttered. Some things you can't say everywhere. Some things, some places the Holy Spirit can't manifest himself like he desires to because the hunger is not there. To know him. You know, we just sang a song. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place. Fill the atmosphere. You know, the Bible says he desires. He's looking. He's walking around. He's looking. He's looking to show himself strong. He's looking to, to, to enter into you. I'm not just talking about praying in tongues. Thank God for praying in tongues. You pray in tongues. Glory to God, I pray in tongues. But let me just say this. There's manifestations of the Spirit. Manifestations. That's what we call the gifts of the Spirit. Where God manifests. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, hallelujah. Manifestations. And I'm not talking about, listen, I'm not, listen, I've seen some powerful manifestations. I've seen some, and I, you know, I've seen people who, who have great desire to honor God and love God, you know, and, 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 and they're doing their best to, to, to make it happen, so to speak, you know. And, but let me just say this. It's something that has to do with the heart of a person unto him, drawing upon him desire to hear. I, I, I tell you, how many believe that the Holy Spirit knows in whom is listening and will obey him? Do you think he knows that? Well, I got some scripture to prove that. But right here, Paul's talking about how that we're dull of hearing. Dull of hearing is a unique place to be in. And, it, and, and there's some things that's hard to be uttered. There's some messages. Paul's saying, there's a lot more I want to teach you, but you're just not ready for it yet. Because there's areas in your life that you're just, you haven't, you're, not, you're not really ready to receive that. And that's what Paul was saying. And he's telling them, he says, and he's talking about the high priesthood and the tithe. And he's having difficulty ministering it out and the fullness of it. Why? Because, well, they got their own ways, own ways of seeing things, own belief, not necessarily, not based on the word, it's how they feel, it's what, what other people's opinions are. You know, I've, I've heard people even say, well, the tithe was under the law, and that, that, that's, that's, that's gone. This is in the New Testament, Paul's talking about it here, talking about you have a high priest, which is Jesus. And he talked about that, that these things are offered on it. I want you to keep reading just for a second here, if you don't mind. And I want you to look just for a minute, just for a second, if you will, with me. Is this okay? I know I'm going long in this message today. On the t- most of the time, I don't even spend this much time doing this. But we're talking about our redemption. I'm including this within that understanding as well. This isn't the message today on that part, but this is part of it. Because you need to understand the kingdom of God. You have a high priest today who is still making intercession for you before God. That's why we don't even come to God without we come in through the blood, which is offered up. The Bible says we have access into the throne by the blood of Jesus or through the blood of Jesus. Did you know that? So there are access, and that's why we do it all in the name of Jesus. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. Isn't that good news? We have a high priest. As the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible also tells us, speaking of Abraham in Galatians chapter 3, and I'm just going to quickly read this scripture. Verse 9 says, So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. So they then which, which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. So the point being is I'm making here is that when it comes to our faith, how many know that Abraham's called the father of our faith? Everybody know that? Well, if we believe that Abraham is the father of our faith, should we not? And we're supposed to have that kind of faith that Abraham had. You know, we read in Romans chapter 4, it talks about how Abraham believed God. It was counted unto him for righteousness. The Bible says, because as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before God, him whom he believed, who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. Who against hope he had believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. 
So being strong in faith, giving glory to God, he was fully persuaded that what God has said, he's also able to perform. Isn't that good news? We're supposed to have that kind of faith. Right? Well, did you know? Why is God talking about this understanding is concerning the tithe? Because he's not about tithing under the law. He's already said that the law... Let me just say it. Let me help you with this. The tithe isn't about the law because even here, the high priest is not after Aaron, but after Melchizedek, which was before the law. And Abraham was way before the law, way before Moses. Is that right? If we looked in Genesis chapter 15 and 14 and 15, you would find where Abraham comes to he has He finds out this whole story is beautiful. But he finds out that Lot, somebody come to him and said, hey, there's been a, an attack against Sodom. And your nephew and family have been taken captive. And all of the people and all of the city has been taken captive. These kings went with their armies, military armies, went and attacked Sodom. And they took everything. The city was empty. Took all the people and all the stuff, including Abraham's family. Abraham, he gets a little upset. He's like, wait a minute, that's my family. And the kings of this world went in and took part of my family, and that's not on. Are you hearing me? So Abraham gets his 318 people who, you got shepherds, you got, you know, basket weavers, you've got, you know, cabinet makers, you got... You know, what did I say, shepherds? You got the you got the ones that's milking the cows and the goats, but milking the cows and the goats and all of that. You got the you got the butcher and the bread maker and the cook and the cleaner. And he says, Let's go. We're gonna go fight some armies. I'm sure these guys as they're going, they're going, hey man, did you bring your did you get your butcher knife? Huh? Think about it. These people. They're going out now to go fight some armies who just destroyed a king and his military and took the whole city. And Abraham's like, somebody's messing with my family. We got to go. So he goes out there and he attacks them by night and defeats the armies that just defeated the king of Sodom. And then what happens next is really cool. Is that when Abraham... He has this experience with Melchizedek. I, I, I guess I just need to go there. I'm telling you the whole story. You all want to see it for, you can read it on your, your own self, but I'll just take you to Genesis chapter 15 just for a moment. Is this all right? Because I want you to, I want to see this church walking in a level, the blessing, and increase walking with God. Pages are falling out up here. Genesis chapter 15, just for a moment. I'm sorry, Genesis 14, it goes into 14 and 15 because that's where the blessing and the promise comes out. But I want you to look in Genesis 14 and it says, verse 17, uh, verse 16, I love this. And it says, and he brought back all the goods and all, and also brought again all, his brother Lot and his goods, chapter 14, 16, sorry, Genesis 14, 16. And he brought back all the goods and, and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. Verse 17, and the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of the kings that were with him. Uh, and then he goes on, verse 18, it says, and Melchizedek of Salem brought forth bread and wine. What's bread and wine a type of? 
Communion. Is that right? Type of the blood. Come on. Type of the body. Word and spirit. Say it like that. And the Bible says, and he was the priest of the Most High God. Wait wait a minute. I didn't think the priesthood started, I mean, where's the tabernacle? Thought about that? There's no tabernacles. There's no Moses. There's no David yet. I mean, we're still waiting for the kids to be born. (laughs) Think about it. This is Abraham. And there's no, there's no tabernacle, there's no law, there's no high priest. But the Bible says this is the priest of the Most High God. Why? Because God had a high priest. And we know that Jesus is a type of that. We've seen that in the New Testament, that Jesus is a type of the high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Is that right? We also know that the Bible tells us that we're blessed with faithful, faithful Abraham. Isn't that good news? It teaches us to follow after the faith that Abraham had for our righteousness. Because the righteousness didn't come of the law, because the law was weak, because it was, in the fl- it was through the flesh, and so it wasn't a change in the spirit. But Abraham showed us the way of walking by faith and an understanding when it comes to God. But we also see, where did he get the faith? We know what, where does faith come from? By hearing. By hearing. Is that right? So who taught Abraham these things? God. God taught Abraham these things. God had a relationship with Abraham. He was even called the what? Friend of God. God talked to him. He, before he even went in, when, when God went to destroy Sodom, he went to Abraham. Had a conversation with him. Said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. What do you think, Abraham? Isn't that something? Wow. And so, here's Abraham. He, he, now remember the king of Sodom is there and he come out to meet Abraham and here comes the king of Salem and he's got bread and wine king of Sodom he's just bringing himself out there now I would imagine that the king of Sodom is thinking well here's a new king and he's already the king of the lands of those other kings because he just defeated all those kings plus me because they defeated me he's got everything so he, now he's Abraham the king right think about it he just defeated all the armies of these other kings those kings defeated the king of Sodom. The king of Sodom, he shows up out there. And Abraham comes out there and he says, and, and, and first thing, there's two other kings show up, one of Salem, which had really nothing to do with anything out there. But here comes the king of Salem, who's the, that the Bible says God calls a priest of the most high God. Coming out with bread and wine. And here's the king of Sodom. And the Bible says, Verse 19, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God who had delivered thine enemies into thine hand, and he gave tithes of all. Think about that. Do you know why Abraham did that? Why did Abraham? He could have went, yeah, that's right. I'm a man. I'm a king now. Are you with me? He could have done that, couldn't he? In the flesh, he would have done that. But what did Abraham do? No, he honored God because he knew, yeah, you're right. God delivered these enemies into my hand. Are you hearing me right now? God is the one that's causing me to prosper. God is with me. And he's identifying that God did this, not me. He's saying, I'm honoring you with what, how you have blessed me, how you caused me to increase, how that you caused me to win this battle and defeat the enemies of the world that is around me, that come against me. I tell you, the blessing is a powerful thing. 
Because when you begin to know that the blessing of God is greater than just what you get, but also sometimes what you don't get. Do you know the Bible says that when you tithe in Malachi chapter 3, he says he will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Isn't that good news? There's some things in life you've missed out on because of the blessing that's at work in your life. But there's spiritual laws that connect us to that blessing. And I want you to look at this. I think this is powerful. It says, and then the king of Sodom said unto Abram, give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I've lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Do you see who Abraham says is the possessor of heaven and earth? I said, do you see who Abraham says is the possessor of heaven and earth? But see, when you walk with God, guess what? Whatever God possesses, you possess. God is with you. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.